All right, still ahead on our show. Don't forget, we've got some Brian Adams New Year's Eve concert tickets to give away. But right now, we are making sense of the markets with Laurie Pinkowski. Laurie's the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Laurie. Good morning, Simi. How are you? Good, thanks. How are those markets this morning? Uh, markets are fairly flat this morning, but over the past week, since we spoke last, markets continue to be strong. Uh, the S&P and Dow are up over 1% uh, over the past week. And a lot of this, again, has to uh, has to do with uh, earnings coming out and then being very strong. I mean, third quarter results uh, are really coming in uh, extremely strong. 83% of companies are beating expectations for earnings. Again, very impressive despite all the ongoing supply chain disruptions, rising wages, commodity inflation, and, and other risks and costs kind of going up uh, for a lot of the companies. So again, we remain confident that uh, equities are one of the best ways for us to hedge inflation for our clients anyway. Um, and then even looking at some of those earnings, right? Like Estee Lauder came out, 30% earnings growth. Collier's, uh, which which is obviously in the real estate uh, sector, and that sector continues to do well. They had 20% earnings growth. Uh, Nutrium, which is an agriculture um, stock, over 400% earnings growth. And so, so again, you know, you, you kind of got to pick and choose your areas, which you and I have spoken about quite a bit. Um, you know, the market isn't just moving as a whole, and you got to make sure that you're in those companies with those stronger earnings. And if, if you own a company that's reported not as strong in terms of earnings, then you need to make a decision whether you want to continue holding it. But again, you know, our view is, is uh, things are strong and, and likely going to become stronger. Okay. And what's going on with the U.S. Federal Reserve today? Yeah, so they're going to be meeting and, um, you know, announcing their interest rate decision. Uh, really no expected increase, obviously, at this time. Um, but they are going to talk about tapering back additional stimulus measures. And, you know, the market believes that interest rates will increase next year in Canada and the U.S., uh, but they're thinking mid 2022 and the projection is them increasing two to three times. But again, I think projecting how, how often they're going to increase and by how much is more difficult than when they're going to start. So again, that's something we'll be watching and slower growth lately. Um, when we're looking at GDP in Canada and the U.S. Uh, that we saw uh, coming in, in third quarter at 2%, which missed expectations above 2.5, that actually kind of pushes the interest rate increase out a little more. So again, uh, sometimes bad news is good news in this market too. Okay, so something to keep an eye on there. So does that mean we're looking at like decent, good corporate earnings, lower interest rates, and a stimulus bill coming out of the U.S.? Yeah, it does. And so what we could see is, is again, seasonality too, right? Where markets tend to, not always, I, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to think it always happens. Anything can happen, but, um, is that, uh, that earning or that uh, markets could move higher into the end of the year in the eight period since 1950, where stocks were up more than 20% through October. And so that's like this year, uh, the S and P 500 tacked on an additional gain by the end of the year. Uh, on average of 6%. And that happened 100% of the time. So so even though markets are um, where they are today, and we've had a good year, it doesn't mean it just stops all of a sudden, and we could, you know, move into December in the Santa Claus rally. And so, so it'll be interesting to see how 2021 uh, comes to a close. But to us, again, we want to be invested in equities. And if something happens out there that, you know, brings more risk to the market or uncertainty, or we have a correction, again, we will always make changes and, and adjust the portfolios for that. But when things are good, uh, you want to be an investor.
Okay, well, the, the, trying to decide that, I guess, is a good thing for us to talk about this next issue then, Lori, because it is Financial Literacy Month. And I would imagine, yeah, it's, it's a whole month that you need to pay attention here because being financially literate means that we have some learning to do. Well, exactly. And it's, it's, it's not just the month, it's, it's forever, you know, and, and you want to be able to, you know, th- educate yourself about financial matters and financial literacy means having the skills and knowledge to really make informed decisions about managing uh, your money. And, and just some, some points, four in 10 Canadians report that money is a daily concern. Uh, six out of 10 Canadians don't have an idea of how much money they need to save for retirement when they need to start saving or what they should do with their savings. And so people with higher levels of financial confidence usually have better results with day-to-day money management. And so this is kind of where we started going, you know, we want to do an article or, or sorry, do a, a show here uh, on financial literacy. And so we we're looking around for various articles and we came across uh, Rob Carrick's article uh, in the Globe and Mail, and he's a columnist of personal finance, and he had a great article that was published on uh, saw this, this yeah. past mo- Monday, November 1st, and uh, and you can access it, you can Google it, uh, you can also get it from our Twitter or Facebook and so on. We're going to have it posted there as well. And I, I thought it was just so short, sweet, to the point. A lot of it is what you and I talk about, uh, Simi, on a regular basis. So I thought, uh, and, and we asked him for his blessing if we could have the go-ahead to talk about it on the show, and he said, uh, of course, and so uh, here we are today. So I wanted okay. to talk about uh, about that as well. Okay, so he said, you know, six things are brutally honest banker would tell you about mortgages, uh, market line, GIC. So let's start with this. So if someone was being brutally honest, then Lori, what would they tell you for Financial Literacy Month? Yeah. So, you know, the points that he brings up is that this is a time when a lot of the banks and so on talk about, you know, you should become more financially literate. Although at the same time, there's a lot of products and services out there that could be being pushed on you that uh, are not always just for you and are not in the best interest of you. And so savings accounts uh, is another one. Um, is one of the first ones he talks about uh, that your money is safe from, of course, the markets and so on. But again, there's billions of dollars saved by Canadian households that have accumulated during the pandemic, uh, they're sitting in bank, big bank savings accounts. And of course, if you ever heard of the term a high interest savings account, um, then you, you used to get somewhat excited. But nowadays, the rates are so low. I mean, they're like 0.05 uh, to 0.5. And, and again, so you know, you're not making any money with your money, but the banks uh, could be making money with your money. So, <laughs> so, so that's right. one uh, one thing he pointed out, right? And with inflation uh, rising again, you need to find possibly a better home for. It. And again, this is not. What when you have your day-to-day bank money or day-to-day money in your bank account, but if you have large sums of money uh, and you know you're being told to stick it in a savings account, that's a good place for it. It might not be the best answer. Okay, so then out of the products there that's listed, Lori, which ones are the ones that you just like? Don't go there. Don't do that. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, when we're looking at some of the other things that he's talking about is um, uh, the market link GICs. You and I have talked about that. Uh, these are kind of investment products that are linked to returns of the stock market, but you are told that you can't lose money on them. Well, the problem with them is that there's a high cost for that. And also there's no, and, and there's a lock-in period of, you know, usually three, five, seven years. Um, and there isn't often a period of time when the stock market is down for that period of time. So it's like you're kind of paying for nothing. And so they're kind of engineered um, to 
you know, create profits for the banks, in my opinion, and not always for the investor. The other thing is like home equity line of credits. I mean, yes, good idea, low interest rates, all that kind of stuff. Um, but you may end up, um, you know, just paying interest only payments and carrying that debt into retirement. So again, you want to talk to a financial uh, advisor about that. Um, again, you can't always just look at um, the banks when they're approving you for a mortgage to tell you that uh, that's a safe amount that you can actually borrow. I thought this was a good point that he made. Um, you know, you need a financial plan to tell you that, you know, what they're looking at uh, is their thresholds uh, to make sure that you have enough cash flow to pay your mortgage payments. It, and it kind of means that you're not a default risk right. to them. And and in terms for yourself, though, you need to figure out what you can actually afford for, uh, for a mortgage, uh, especially as rates are going up and so on. Okay. Also, good reasons, I think, Lori, for people to contact you to talk more about Financial Literacy Month. Listen, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> thanks so much. And thanks for Rob uh, as well. That is Making Sense of the Markets with Laurie Pinkowski. If you would like to contact her team directly, you can call them 604-695-LORI or visit their website at pinkowski.ca.